Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. Would you like to get a copy of my brand new book, Go Trump Yourself, 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy? Then go to GoTrumpYourself.com right now. That's GoTrumpYourself.com. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. All right, I listen. I got a joke for you. I got, you're gonna love this one. Listen, I got it. everyone listen up. I got a joke for you. this one's hilarious. I heard this one last night. You're gonna love this one. Are you ready? Here we go. A well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory walks into a bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forget the rest. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? No, listen, it's no laughing matter. The leader of the free world, the commander in chief of the United States of America, the president of the United States, the guy with the nuclear codes has has legally, by the way, legally, this isn't just me busting on Joe Biden anymore. This isn't just another gaffe that we're trying to isolate or highlight. This is the special prosecutor appointed by Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice in a legal report saying Joe Biden is a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. And I know what you're thinking. Well-meaning my foot. But it's true. That's uh, that's the report. That's the, that's what's rocking the Joe Biden campaign and shocking the entire country. I mean, by entire country, I mean everybody who's not us. Everybody who's not a patriot. Everybody who doesn't listen to this show. Man, if you've been listening to this show, you know that for years now, we have been highlighting and pinpointing Joe Biden's uh, depreciating mental stability, his depreciating physical ability, the, the gaffes and the blunders, and there's been so many of them to count. And we do it for two reasons. Number one, we like to laugh at people, especially Democrats who are, you know, suffering in these kinds of ways. It's funny to poke fun at Joe Biden. We get it, but we also do it for another reason. We want to try to make people aware of what's actually going on in this world. We want people to be aware that the Democrats, the Democrats are using Joe Biden and his presidency to remain in power to use the agencies of this government against their political opponents and to continue to pad their own pockets while sticking it to you and me and every other hardworking, liberty-loving, freedom-defending patriot from sea to shining sea. That's what they've been doing. And Joe Biden yesterday, man, he may have just he may have just blown the lid off this entire thing. Thanks to Robert Hur, the special prosecutor appointed by Merrick Garland. Another brainiac. And he wrote in his report. And this is again, this is not me saying this for once. And this is fantastic because, you know, I get I just got an email the other day from a producer at, um, at a TV station. And I'm not going to name any names, but you could probably figure it out. And they said, hey, could you. Could you please stop uh, calling the president names or uh, could you please stop saying stuff about his mental capacity? You know, you're not a doctor. And I go, that's true. But now it doesn't matter that I'm not a doctor because I have a legal document that says. Oh, excuse me. Let me close my email. I have a legal document that says Joe Biden is a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. This is directly from Robert Hurd's report. In his interview with our office, he, meaning Joe Biden, did not remember when he was vice president. I've tried to forget that myself, though. So anyway, uh, he forgot on the first day of the interview when his term ended. He forgot on the second day of the interview when his term began. He did not remember even within several years 
when his son, Bo, died, which is very sad. But what's even sadder is somebody at the White House decided that on the heels of this report coming out, somebody at the White House decided that when the, the special prosecutor for Merrick Garland and the DOJ who was investigating Joe Biden's top secret document scandal, when they, when they released their report saying basically our legal ex expert opinion is that Joe Biden is a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory – and also happens to be the leader of the free world, they thought the best thing to do would be to trot that elderly, well-meaning man with the poor memory out for a live press conference past his bedtime? Are they, are they moronic? Chances are they are moronic because here's exactly what happened. Well, there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day... We Joe Biden, during a press conference where he was trying to dissuade the quote-unquote rumors or panic about his mental capacity, Joe Biden, in a press conference where he was trying to convince people that his memory was totally fine, during that event, Joe Biden forgot the name of the church where his dead son, Bo, got his rosary beads that he carries with him every single day of his life. Every single day he carries these rosary beads, but he couldn't remember the church's name every single day the rosary he got from our lady of i mean come on give me something our lady of guadalupe la leche our lady of roma i mean there's tons of there's tons of different catholic churches named our lady of the lake like big pick one 855-940-MARK is our number that ain't even the worst part folks because then joe biden did something that he's been doing a lot lately and that is mixing up world leaders talking to dead people he did something that i didn't even know you could do if you were president of the united states he mixed up not only the world leader but the location of the country where that person supposedly was leading he called the president of egypt the president of mexico and declared that mexico shared a border with the gaza strip and that when Israel invaded Gaza, Mexico refused to let the people in. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. Yeah, he talked to he talked to the president of Mexico, who actually is the president of Egypt, to open up the gate and let the Gaza Palestinians into Mexico, which is actually Egypt. And he probably did that right after he got off the phone with dead President Francois Mitterrand of France, who passed away in 1996. It's it ain't look, it's not funny, folks. It's ha this is exactly what's happening out there. And he's angry about it. he's mad. He's madder than hell. He's when he's getting attacked for what the the DOJ is saying is look, this is this is a problem. This is an elderly man, well-meaning elderly man with poor memory, uh, and not only that, he was sharing top secret documents with his ghostwriter. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. What, what the, the council said. Well, no, they did not.
They did. They actually did say that. They did say he's calling Merrick Garland a liar. He's calling his own Department of Justice a liar. He's saying that the people who he put in charge of the Department of Justice, he's saying that the special prosecutor, they are lying, that he did not share top secret documents with his ghostwriter. Now, this is surprising to me for a couple of reasons, because number one, I'm pretty sure he did. Number two, is anyone else baffled that Joe Biden had a ghostwriter? <laughs> I was I didn't even know the guy had a book. Who's reading Joe Biden's book? Who's out there going, you know what? You know who I really want to learn more about? Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And what do you need a ghostwriter for? Just put a whole bunch of blank pages in the book and publish it under the uh, title My Innermost Thoughts by Joe Biden. 855-940-MARK. There's more of this. Peter Ducey was there at the press conference and Joe Biden tried to make jokes. Joe Biden called himself the most qualified person to be president of the United States. Vivek Ramaswamy was out there saying, this is the plan. This is it, folks. This is the ploy. It's, it's happening. Here's what they're doing. Here's what the Democrats are up to. The Democrats are, are realizing Joe Biden's poll numbers are in the toilet. They realize that, that black voters are fleeing, that Latino voters are fleeing, that Donald Trump is dominating everywhere, that the swing states are swinging to the right, and that Donald Trump is going to wallop Joe Biden in 2024. That's what they're realizing. That's, they know that's coming. So what do they do? They have to get rid of old Joe. How are they going to do it? Well, you're watching it in real time. This is the public assassination of a Democrat by the Democrats so they can clear the way for somebody else. Who's it going to be? Well, we'll talk a little bit about that here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Another thing, another opinion I've heard was that this was just an, a way for people or for the White House or for the Democrats or for the media to get the attention off of... Tucker Carlson and his interview with Vladimir Putin, which dropped just about the same time, ironically, that this uh, impromptu press conference happened with Joe Biden. They wanted to get the attention off of the the interview with Vladimir Putin, which, gosh, how many hundreds of millions of people have watched this thing now? This thing is this thing is clearly if on its way to become, if not already, one of the most viewed pieces of video in the history of the Internet. And while it was weird and a little rambly, it was a sensational piece of broadcast journalism and something that we thought we would never, well, not that we would never, but we thought we would we would probably not see. And that is a live interview with Vladimir Putin from the Kremlin with an American journalist, that American journalist being, of course, Tucker Carlson. So we'll get into that as well. Plus, it's Friday today, which means we have fake news Friday on the way. We have Week in Review Trivia. Hannah, do we have Week in Review Trivia? Did you? We have that. Did you send me those questions? I did. Are they in your folder? They are. All right, perfect. Fantastic. <laughs> We've got all that and more coming up. Your phone calls, your open mic messages. But first, ladies and gentlemen, big breaking news. It's Friday! That is right. It is Friday today, and I am very excited that it's Friday today because yesterday was a great Thursday. And if you got a great Thursday, that means when you wake up Friday, you are juiced, you are jacked, you are ready to go. You're like Hunter Biden after a couple of bumps of cocaine off of Ukrainian prostitutes. Well, I won't say which body part, but you could probably... You can, he pays the premium, so you know he's snorting coke off of anything he wants. And that's how I feel today. Not because of the cocaine. No, it's because... I'm not... Hannah's looking at me weird like, did you... No, not at all. It's because yesterday the Supreme Court argued with the Colorado lawyers who are trying to unconstitutionally throw Donald Trump off the ballot that they really don't have the constitutional authority to throw Donald Trump off the ballot. If you listen to the remarks, if you listen to the back and forth, if you listen to the Q and the A uh, that SCOTUS was having, 
with the A's and the Q's. If you listen to the the tones and the questions and the answers, and if you saw the lack of evidentiary evidentiary support that the Colorado leaders brought to the Supreme Court of the United States of America, you had a heartfelt feeling of hope that this is going to be not just a the right decision, the constitutional decision, the proper decision, but also a unanimous or a majority, a clear majority decision that Colorado has overstepped its boundaries and no one state gets to decide who's going to be president of the United States and who won't. It seems to me and to a lot of other people who are a lot smarter than me, maybe slightly smarter than me, that the Supreme Court will rule in favor of Donald Trump and put the ballot issue to bed, but for good. Not only that, you had every single major media outlet, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, all of them up in arms. They're just fuming, screaming, yelling, stomping their feet because Tucker Carlson won the internet. Tucker Carlson FT dubs. He went all the way to Moscow. He sat down with Vladimir Putin. He got a 45-minute Russian history lesson. He went back and forth with a world leader. And today, he is the journalist that everyone is talking about. He is the guy who is showing the world this president over here in Russia can talk on and on and on for two hours about thousands of years of the history of his country. This president can go on and on about various different implementations of his political policy. He can pick out names and dates. He remembers what treaty ended what war. He knows what he's doing. He's got the stamina to stay up. And we have Joe Biden, who can't even remember where Mexico is. Telling you, it was a very exciting Thursday to be on the right side of the aisle. And that means that today is going to be a very, very exciting Friday. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. However, I have yet to meet a Friday that I wasn't a big, big old proponent of. 855-940-MARK is our number if you're trying to get through. Listen, like we got to take a quick break. But when we get back, we'll delve a little bit more into this Joe Biden thing because there's another big question. There's probably, I'm going to be, aside from Joe Biden now legally being demented, aside from Joe Biden legally now being an eldering, eld, elderly, doddering old coot who can't remember anything besides this legal documentation there's another very serious issue with what happened in this special prosecutor's report which we haven't even scratched the surface of we'll get to that in a minute fake news friday weekend review trivia your phone calls open mic messages and more of the mark k show coming your way right after this Mark is our number, 855-940-6275. I was driving to work early today, and I got in the car, and usually when I'm in the car, I listen to the news. Uh, sometimes I listen to a podcast, either my own or someone else's. Uh, this morning, though, I just had on the radio, and the radio, I guess, was on, uh, we have a classic rock station here in town, which I don't like to advertise because uh, we're going after the same listening group. Um, like, like dudes in trucks. I want the dudes in trucks listening to me and not the classic rock station. Uh, but anyway, but I was listening to the classic rock, classic rock station and they were playing Thunderstruck by ACDC, which is the song that I monologue to every single Friday when I remember. And I was, and it was weird to hear that song on the radio without me yelling something about politics over it. So I actually, I just started yelling it over it, uh, in my, in my truck on the way to work. Uh, but no, but then I took a picture of it and I wrote to Hannah and I said, hey, and she wrote back, what's wrong or something? Because she gets really nervous when I text her before the show. 
And I sent, I took a picture of my radio where it showed Thunderstruck ACDC. And then when she got here, she goes, I was so nervous when you texted me. And then you just texted me a photo of Thunderstruck on, by ACDC on the radio. I mean, to be fair. Yeah, I mean. It, usually, it, usually it is something. I don't think it's anything to be nervous about, though. Like, if you get a text message from me, how often is it something that you should be nervous about? Not ever nervous. Yeah? Just what? More like, oh, hey, I want you to do this. And I'm like, ugh, okay. Oh, it's just, <laughs> I see. It's me giving you a task that you don't wish to perform. No, no, no. I just don't want to think about it until I'm at work. And I'm like, ah. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, usually when I get a uh, usually when I get a text message from Hannah, it's uh, I'm going to be late. Uh, I'm, I'm picking doing, up Patriot packages. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. Oh, I'm in my car doing makeup. Did you need me to come up? And I'm like, no. Finish your makeup before you walk in here, <laughs> uh, for sure. And then she sent me a photo of a woman that looks like Taylor Swift, only she's much larger, and it says Tater Swift. It's very funny. Very funny. You giggled. I did. Okay. Uh, 855-940-MARK is our... Anyway, listen, coming up in just a minute, we've got to get back to this Joe Biden press conference because there's a deeper issue. There's something sinister that's going on, and it's 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 something that shouldn't surprise you, but we can't let go without mentioning it, and we're going to do that right after this. Plus your open mic messages, your phone calls, all that and more on the Mark K Show next. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my, my show. show. You make bad news sounds good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. Man, we are so stoked and excited that you're here. Hannah, did you send me open mics, by the way? I sure did. Did I download them yet? Probably not. Mm, all right. Oh, yeah, there. I see them now. It looks like it looks like they've not yet been downloaded and processed by the host. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna get on that here in just a minute. We'll get some of your open mics on the air if you've if you've got something you want. And I imagine there's a lot of people. I imagine there's a lot of people that will have stuff to say, especially about this new revelation that Joe Biden is, let's just say, uh, not fully with us. Joe Biden does not have the mental capacity to go to trial, but yet he has the mental capacity to be president of the United States. I mean, I cannot be the only one missing that one, right? No, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because here's the thing. That is where this whole report came from. That's where, That's the big concern. People are focusing on the... He's mental. He's a doddering old coot. He's elderly. He doesn't have the mental capacity. He's He has memory loss. He can't remember when his son died or when he was vice president of the United States. All of those things are very damaging, not just to Joe Biden's career uh, in the future or his, his campaign in 2024, but to his current position. Because you now have a special prosecutor with the Department of Justice saying in writing, uh, as, as a legal officer of the court representing the United States of America, Joe Biden suffers from troubling memory loss. And that is grounds for the 25th Amendment. It's grounds for removal. It's grounds for all kinds of different things. Uh, and that's bad news because if Joe Biden's out, Kamala Harris becomes the president of the United States. She becomes the 47th president of the United States. And Donald Trump's going to have to go back and make a whole bunch more hats that say 48. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be the real issue. Uh, but the other thing is that the Department of Justice said in describing Joe Biden as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory in describing him as that they are excusing themselves for not prosecuting him. They're saying we felt no need to prosecute him. Why? Well, He's a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. So what's the point? Oh, I'm sorry. Did he break the law? 
He, yes, he did. Did he have top secret documents at his disposal, in his possession, at his home, in an unsecured location? Did he have state secrets in a place where anybody could have seen them? Did he do exactly what Donald Trump did, only without the presidential authority to declassify them? And did he not? Did he not get special treatment by not being prosecuted, by not being indicted? You're not arresting him or investigating because he's a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Does that mean that well-meaning elderly men with poor memories should just get off scot-free? If Donald Trump were two years older and couldn't remember stuff, would you drop the charges against him for inciting an insurrection on January 6th? Would you drop the charges against him for uh, whatever bogus crimes you charged him for in Miami, the top secret documents? Would you would you drop the charges against uh, in New York City against uh, the Stormy Daniels, um, uh, what do you call it, um, campaign finance uh, problems that are, and issues that arose? Would you do all of that? No. Why? Is it because Donald Trump is not a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory? No. It's because he's a Republican. It's because he's Donald Trump, because he's a conservative, because he's trying to come back to power and put everybody else away. That's why. If well-meaning elderly men with a poor memory now want to go out and commit crimes and acts of high treason and, and put our country at risk, if you want it, listen, I'm not saying you should do this. But if you're a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, you now actually have a precedent that you could point to in court should you ever, I don't know, steal top secret documents from a skiff, take them home and leave them in your garage locked up, I'm sorry, next to your Corvette. Which, let's be honest, the only reason that garage was locked was because of the Corvette. You could now go to court and say, but your honor. I'm just a I'm just a well-meaning elder, elderly man with a poor memory, just like Joe Biden. You let him off the hook. There's precedent to not prosecute people because they're old. If you if you murder someone, there, I was driving to uh, where was I driving? Oh, here, I was in Tampa, and I was drive. I did this the other day. I was driving in Tampa, and I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna listen to one of our Catriot Radio Network radio stations because there's a time between like Tampa and Orlando where I can't get. There's no Catriot radio stations where that were. And all right, so I downloaded the WSB mobile app. I mean, I, I had it already. I opened it up. So I go to WSB in Atlanta, and the uh, Mark K Show airs in Atlanta every night from midnight to 2. And I know what you're thinking, whoa, that's late. Is anyone listening? Fun fact, in Atlanta, yeah, there are a lot of, a lot of people awake at midnight, and they have apparently nothing better to do than listen to the to this show, so we appreciate that. And I'm listening to WSB in Atlanta, and I'm listening to the morning news. I'm listening at, it was like 9 o'clock, and I'm listening to the show there, uh, another guy who I know, and, I'm, and he starts off with a story. And the story is about, get this. It was very depressing. I remember going, man, this is a really, this is a really depressing story to kick off your show with. I, you know, we handle depressing stories on this show, but right out of the gate, I try to like, you know, I hit you with a little ACDC. I try to get you all revved up and then I'll bring you down, you know, much like a roller coaster. You want to, you want to get them up to the top at the very beginning and then we'll all just plummet down to our deaths. Anyway, so I'm listening to the story and right out of the gate, he goes, you know, I'm really, I'm really torn up about this story that I heard. There was a, 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 um. Uh, what do you call a uh, uh, elder care facility, like one of those assisted living centers where you can go and you can live. And it was a couple, it was a man and his wife, and they lived in an assisted living facility. And it's the kind of place where, you know, you're, you have your own apartment, but there's a doctor on call. If you need it, you hit the button, you go down, you have your meals. You don't have to worry about cooking. All oh, they have events like, you know, Parcheesi and bingo. And if you want to go to church, there's a bus that drives you to church. I know my father used to live in one, still does. 
But this was a couple, and couples, when they're older, can get a little couple's apartment, and you can live there. Well, apparently, the police were called out to this elder care facility somewhere in Atlanta or in the outskirts, and the uh, they arrested the 81-year-old man and charged him with murdering his wife. And I'm sitting there listening to this story on WSB in Atlanta, and I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? And they're like, and then they're, they're like, look, we, this just happened. We're not really sure what's going on. They started to speculate, like maybe she was in pain, and the doctors wouldn't give her medication. So he, like, you know, Kevorkian'd her. We don't, I don't know if that's the case. He said maybe someone else said maybe, you know, they're living in a small apartment together. Maybe enough was enough. After 50 years, you're just like quiet. But, but you know, we don't. Again, I don't know. I don't know the particulars of the of the case. But I thought to myself immediately. I thought back to this story yesterday. I was like, wait a minute. This guy was 81 years old. He's being charged with his wife's murder. Joe Biden is 81 years old. He's not being charged with treason and, and sharing state secrets and stealing top secret documents from a secured location and being in possession of top secret documents that he had no right to, but he's not being charged. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this guy in Atlanta just needs to do what Joe Biden did. He needs to pretend to be a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Because according to the Department of Justice, you just don't charge well-meaning elderly men with a poor memory. You just don't do it for whatever reason. We don't know. Probably because the well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory is the same guy that hired you and who you answer to. Meanwhile, it doesn't matter. Joe Biden was still really upset. He was still he was still screaming and yelling and he was just he was telling reporters he's so qualified to be president. Mr. Mr. President, for months Mr. when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Watch Many me. American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your is judgment. That is not the judgment concerns. of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. <laughs> Joe Biden is the most qualified person in the United States to finish the job that he started. Joe Biden said, just watch me. This reporter says, we've been watching you and you know what we've seen? I'll either be rolling egg or you know, being the, 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 you know, the guy who's pushing him out. We've been watching you. You know what we've seen? Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy. And klep the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching. You know what we've seen while we've been watching you, Joe? Let's go late and lick the world. Let's get it done. Yeah, we've been watching you for sure. Joan, Shengang, Shenga, Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. Joe Biden said, watch me. And we watched him. And this is what we were watching. Nano, no, no. I don't know. Gay, gay, gay bathhouses. And it's all about round-the-clock sex. It's all, come on, man. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. I thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my... My, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. So, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here or walk out, put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not going to. You don't need an AR-15. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing.
I mean, we could go all day with this, but we don't. We have other stuff we need to. We have other stuff we need to discuss. Joe Biden, for years, has been mentally inept. For years, Joe Biden has been uh, physically unable to handle the rigors of the presidency. For years, he's been leaving early. He's been coming to work late. For years, he's been allocating and and delegating tasks for the president of the United States to other people. For years, we've had to listen to Corinne Jean Pierre and Peppermint Sackey and John Kirby and all these other all these other people lying to us covering for listen to i want to this is dan um what's that guy's name from new york this guy i don't know what they promised him i don't know i don't know what they i don't know what his whole thing is but he is dan goldman is his name daniel goldman is from uh is it new york yeah and dan goldman you've seen he's the guy that they always trot out there in the house of representatives to to talk about hunter biden he's the guy that goes out there and and defends hunter biden when he doesn't show up for his house of representatives subpoena he goes out there and he says hunter biden is not the enemy joe biden is a great president blah blah listen to him and jake tapper you you have to believe that they've promised this guy riches and jewels beyond compare for him to say these kinds of things about Joe Biden the day after, probably even hours after that horrible press conference yesterday. The, the memory lapses that President Biden is described as having in this report, this is not the first time anybody's raised issues of President Biden's acuity. And in fact, twice this week, President Biden referenced uh, European leaders, conversations he had with them in 2021, when both those European leaders had long been dead. He confused Macron with Mitterrand. He confused Helmut Kohl with Angela Merkel. Uh, are you really acting as if there's nothing to these issues or these concerns? Well, I, I saw from the White House counsel that they disputed this uh, recollection of the interview. And I will tell you, Jake, uh, I was in Israel on October 7th, as you know, and President Biden was nice enough to call me. And I can tell you, this was the day before that interview, I can tell you he was sharper than anyone I've spoken to about a very complex geopolitical urgent issue. Sharper than anyone I've spoken to about a complex geopolitical issue. Joe Biden thinks that Mexico borders Gaza. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I mean, do you think, because everybody's watching, the whole world knows this, everyone knows what's going on. Do you think that the president of Mexico, by the way, his name is Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Do you think that President Obrador is watching this going, que? Que dice? What did I do? Gaza? Does he not know where we are? KD said, eh, Joe Biden, stupido. I mean, that's what's happening around the world today. They're looking at this interview. They're looking at this and they're saying, man, how? what is happening in the United States of America? That's not even, that's not even the worst one. Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough and his merry band of idiots, they were on television trying to defend Joe Biden, which in my humble opinion, they should have any and all of their press credentials revoked. I know MSNBC isn't federally licensed because it's a cable news network, but man, they got it. They should just shut this place down. You want to hear fake news? Their job is to report on what's going on. They are they are they are trying to make up something that does not exist. It's two minutes long and I only have 30 seconds. I just realized that. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. 
when we come back, I'll play you Morning Joe sticking up for old demented Joe. You're not you're going to believe it, but you're also not going to believe it. Also, Peter Ducey was at the press conference yesterday and he said something which Joe responded to. And then something happened which which solidified it for him. It sealed the deal. I knew Joe Biden's days were numbered when I heard what happened, when he heard what when I heard what he said to Peter Ducey last night. It was there's you need no more evidence. Case closed. Joe's gone. Bring in the next candidate. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Don't go anywhere. We got to take a quick break. More Mark K show on the way. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Come a listen to my story about a man named Joe. He stumbles and he mumbles and he walks real slow. How he made it to the top, it's anybody's guess. Gotta vote him out of there so we can clean up all his mess. <laughs> Go home, Joe. Go hide in your basement. Sit in your Corvette with all your classified reading material. <laughs> Here comes the Trump train. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Dean Himes original if it didn't have the Trump train uh, harmonica train whistle at the end. 855-940-MARK is our number. Thank you, Dean Himes. Catriot of excellence, BT Dub. Sorry, Keith. 855-940-MARK is our number. All right, listen. So uh, so Joe Biden is on his – he's now legally, legally on his last leg. Joe Biden, we now know from the Department of Justice, is elderly – He's uh, got a poor memory, and that is now been documented. Uh, and that's also one of the reasons why there's a two-tier system of justice, because Democrats, apparently, they don't throw old people in jail, unless, of course, they were at the Capitol building on January 6th, in which case, let them rot in prison. That's the, that's the big difference. 855-940-MARK is our number. Now, I want to play you the morning Joe clip, but it's longer. So we're going to go to Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey was at this press conference. I want you to listen to what happened. Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. Okay, now that was supposed to be a laugh line. Joe Biden is out there trying to make light of the situation. He's trying to joke. He's like, ha ha, my memory is so bad, I let you speak. And typically, under other circumstances, people would laugh at that. But the rest of the press corps, the rest of the press gallery, they're not, you have to, there's like a chuckle here or there, but there is not the uproarious laughter that Joe Biden was looking for. That joke fell flat because everybody realizes this is no joking matter. Well, I, I saw from the White House. Oh, wait, that's the wrong, that's the wrong one. Uh, but it, it is, it is, it is difficult to listen to that and see, hmm, he makes a joke about Peter Ducey. Nobody laughs. I believe that that means that the media is done covering for Joe Biden. Well, except, of course, for Morning Joe. And I'll play you that clip here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Quick break. More Mark K Show right after this. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 
I have a serious question for you, Mr. K. How are you going to fit all of the news that happened yesterday? Putin and Tucker, Biden's debacle, Trump dominating in Nevada. How are you going to fit all of that into a three-hour show? You know, it's so funny they should mention that because I woke, literally, it's true. All yesterday morning for an hour and a half before and during the show, I was listening to live Supreme Court, uh, you know, back and forth Q&A with the Colorado attorneys and Donald Trump's attorneys about whether or not he was going to be left on the ballot or taken off of the ballot and the constitutionality of the of the, uh, of the the um, 13th, I'm sorry, 14th Amendment or Article 2. And, what you know, the, it was crazy. It was so entertaining and so interesting. And I I thought to myself we could do a whole show on this tomorrow but then tucker carlson's interview with vladimir putin dropped on x there it was all two hours of tucker carlson's interview on x two hours which i'm going to be honest with you it's not that i don't like listening to vladimir putin for two hours but i much preferred the 45 minute to an hour interview with cat turd cat turd uh he had less history of it's not like cat turd like cat turd didn't launch into a big history of of, of Central Florida. Captured! Whereas Vladimir Putin gave us more history of Russia than we ever desired to know, uh, which I believe was, of course, by design. And then, of course, there was this impromptu Joe Biden press conference where he just started screaming and yelling and forgetting things, and he didn't know where Mexico was, and and Peter Ducey was calling him, you know, uh, feeble and, and asking about his memory. That's, uh, that's, that's Your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, President. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. President, Mr. President. Do voters have concerns about your age? How are you going to assuage them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. I think actually most of them are going to have concerns with his age. And then, of course, I totally forgot that the Nevada caucus was yesterday. I, I woke up this morning. And I remember going, oh, son of a gun, in all the excitement, I totally forgot about the Nevada caucus. Donald Trump, by the way, won. I know, shocking nobody. Donald Trump won with 99.1% of the vote. Congratulations, by the way, to Ryan Binkley, who came up with 0.9% of the vote in Nevada in the caucus, which was crazy. <laughs> 536 votes. Donald Trump got 60,000 votes in the Nevada caucus yesterday. Ryan Binkley got 536. Question, who are the 536 people in Nevada voting for Ryan Binkley? I'm just curious. Who's, who's going to the caucus going, I'm going to go caucus for Ryan Binkley? Don't you feel like maybe it was like, oh, that, that's that cool guy from high school, you know? Like, maybe it was, like, people that went to high school with him and, like, 500 of his, like, really close friends that are like, hey, I know that guy. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe that was the equivalent of none of these candidates for everyone else. Like, they didn't have none of the candidates on the, on the, uh, on the caucus, so they had to vote for Ryan Binkley. Yeah. But even still, even with 536 votes going to Ryan Binkley, he couldn't even pull 1% of the vote. Donald Trump, 99.1% of the vote, gained 26 delegates. Uh, and Nikki Haley still has not dropped out of the race. She's going to she's gonna trudge forth. Uh, but you're right, a lot of news. Not only that, we've got fake news coming. We've got so much we've got to get right back to it. 855-940-MARK is our number. So here is Vivek Ramaswamy on what happened yesterday. And here's where Vivek Ramaswamy believes we are headed after this uh, report from the special prosecutor. Joe Biden will not be the nominee. <clears throat> I said this last year. People dismissed it as some type of conspiracy theory. Today, I think it became that much more obvious. Play this out. 
Biden's own mm -hmm. DOJ and special counsel is effectively releasing a report that undermines the case for him to actually be a candidate for the U.S. presidency, right as Biden's poll numbers are cratering. We have to do the math, skate to where the puck is going, mm -hmm. not fall for the deflection. But I do think what they're planning for is to sideline Biden as the nominee, trot in a different puppet instead. That's the most significant takeaway from tonight. I like the hockey now. You don't hear a lot of hockey analogies in politics. You hear a lot of football. You know, we're on the one yard line. We got to push into the end zone. The clock is we got to run out the clock on these people, all of that stuff. But what you don't really hear a lot of are hockey analogies. I'm a, I appreciate that Vivek Ramaswamy is starting to introduce them, but he's saying, look, this is, this is no coincidence. Joe Biden's not in charge. Joe Biden is the man they put to pretend to be in charge. Someone else is. And when they decide to pull the plug on Joe Biden, they call the DOJ and they say, release the report. And Merrick Garland says, and then he wanders into Robert Hur's office and says, release the report. And Robert Hur releases the report, which Vivek Ramaswamy points out, basically disqualifies their own president from running for president because he suffers from memory loss. Now, illegally, constitutionally, does it uh, disqualify him? No, because there is no mental capacity clause in the Constitution. We know this because we heard the Supreme Court discuss it ad nauseum yesterday. You got to be 35 years of age. You got to be a naturally born, uh, natural born citizen. That's all she wrote, folks. If you're two of those things and you can run for president, it has nothing to do with mental acuity. But in the minds of the voters, there's a whole lot more to it than that. 855-940-MARK is our number. So let's get back to Morning Joe, because Morning Joe, these people are shameless. These people are soulless. These people are heartless. These people see that the Democrats are now showing concern for the Democrat president, and instead of doing their job, which is diligently reporting the news, they decide they're going to throw the Democrats who threw Joe Biden under the bus under the bus, and they are going to try to defend Joe Biden's mental depreciation. Say that literally before we before, before we started the program, I was saying to Chuck Rosenberg sitting here, um, uh, can you explain to me how this is different from what Jim Comey did in uh, in in what we think of as in 2016 as Comey won his first intercession uh, in in the in the election in that case you were referring to in July, I think of of uh, of, of 2016 uh, when he did what you just said, and I'm I like you, I'm old enough to remember when uh, when prosecutors. Uh, either charged someone and issued a charging document, or they issued a declension, and the declension was one sentence, which says we decline to prosecute. Um, I, Chuck, I think, is going to talk about something that I don't know as much about uh, and the detail of it as to how the, they, and the difference between back in those days when we had the independent counsel statute and what we have now, where we have special counsels and what the regulations are and what they have to do. I will say that without, uh, that there's no doubt in my mind that uh, that this. By the way, I can't listen. This guy has no idea what he's saying. He's stumbling and bumbling more than Joe Biden. But the basis of his foundation is this is James Comey 2.0. James Comey, you may remember, basically uh, threw Hillary Clinton in the last minute. And it was way later. It was what, November? It was October, September, October, when James Comey basically said uh, Hillary Clinton is uh, the culpable for the email scandal. And that uh, and she and everybody in the Democrat Party was like, "Whoa, what did you just say? And it gave Donald Trump a boost. Then he had to come back and he had to basically rescind. He had to play cleanup. He had to try to save Hillary Clinton and also his own life, because uh, even though he was head of the FBI at the time, he um, he kind of messed up the Democrats plan for victory in 2016. They're saying this is the uh, this is James Comey 2.0. Why is Robert Hur now making the why does he just say we are pressing charges or we aren't? Why is he waxing poetic about the status of Joe Biden's mental capacity? 
And the and it's an it's an interesting question, but the question remains. It's because the Democrats are looking to replace Joe Biden with somebody else. 855-940-MARK is our number. Jim. Jim, how you doing, man? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say today, Jim? I am doing great, Jay. Uh, Mark. Mark, uh, yeah, that's fine. Hey, hey. Uh, I want it. You caught me off guard. I'm actually driving. I'm pulling over right now. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I can, I can call you. You can call back if you no, want. Or No, no, I, I just stopped. Oh, okay. So I wanted to use your, I wanted to uh, ask you uh, with your expertise in law, being you know almost law, a lawyer for a day, I think it was. But um, I wanted to ask, who would we start? Who would we start the uh, class action lawsuit against Joe Biden, or excuse me, against Joe Biden's administration? Now that he, it's documented, he's a child sniffing inappropriate shower taking with his daughter demented old man this is all now legally documented his signing of all these bills as he's demented can't be legal so and it's affected all of us drastically who do we begin our class action lawsuit who yeah. in the administration they had to have known there's got to be a name in the in the administration that we can go after who yeah. is it and, you know, it's a, it's a, first of all, it's a great question. Again, it's not that I was a lawyer for a day. It's that I was waitlisted from one of the finest law schools in the United States of America. I never actually, never actually was a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer to this day. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a journalist. Uh, however, I will say this. There are multiple, I mean, we know multiple personal injury attorneys who I'm sure would love to take up the mantle and and proceed with a class action lawsuit of this of this scope and of this nature as far as who you would sue that's the question and that's one of the things you have to realize joe biden it's almost better at this point to not be joe biden it's not better better not to be president when you're dealing with the deep state because the the real regime the puppet masters if you will barack obama uh the clintons george soros whoever you think it may be you know, Jake Sullivan, a lot of people believe, who's on the inside of the White House is actually controlling all these folks. Uh, when you look at it, we, it's better in this position because you're pulling the strings. Nobody knows who, knows who you are. And if you need a fall guy, well, he's right there. And he falls really easily. Just remember what happened back at the Air Force Academy back during their commencement last year. So uh, as far as I, look, I, if you're here, um, where are you here in Jacksonville? It says Jim the Nomads. I don't know where you are. I know that here in Jacksonville, we've got a plethora of of fantastic attorneys, uh, personal injury attorneys. I would def I would reach out to one of them and, and see if you could pursue something. If you don't even get a settlement, you'll at least get some great publicity out of it. 855-940-MARK is our number. This is Elizabeth in Oklahoma. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks so much for asking. What's on your mind? What do you want to say today, uh, Elizabeth? What's your concern with Joe Biden's mental capacity? Oh, my. When I first heard the report coming out, uh, my first thought was this is so intentional. This was the Democrats panicking and looking for a way to replace Biden with a more viable candidate. while at the same time, protecting, uh, you know, the Democrat brand from legal problems. We need him to remain the candidate. We really do need him to remain the candidate because uh, we stand a better chance of winning. And I wish they'd let him get old in peace. Well, there, you know, okay, we have a couple, there's a couple problems. And I think that the Democrats, the Democrats have D, E, and I'd themselves into a real corner. Their diversity, equity, Absolutely. and inclusion, their, their diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, efforts are really, I mean, it's really messing up their whole, their whole plan here because 
yes, now that we have this document from the Department of Justice, now that we see that there are actual folks in the Biden administration, I mean, look, it, it, you've got a cabinet member. Merrick Garland is a member of Joe Biden's cabinet, and he probably legally has some obligation to investigate, if not begin, the 25th Amendment removal procedure. Because the 25th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States clearly says that you can remove the president, but you need the, uh, the cabinet. I have it right here. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm going to read it to you. This is exciting. 25th Amendment, in case of the removal of the president from office or of his or, or of his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. That's a whole other issue we're going to get to. Um, here we go. We go. Whenever the, whenever the president transmits to the president. OK, here we go. Uh, there, OK, here we go. The Congress may by law transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and Speaker of the House. Where's the part I'm looking for here about removal by the cabinet? OK, here we go. If the Congress, within 21 days after receipt of letter, Congress is required to assemble to, okay, the vice president shall continue this charge, the same as acting, well, I'll find it here in just a minute. Uh, but basically what happens is Merrick Garland now has to seriously consider getting with the rest of the cabinet, uh, really starting to investigate whether or not they should take action against the president of the United States, remove him, and if they do, then what happens next is, Kamala Harris is installed as president. And that's a big problem because Kamala Harris is the only person probably less qualified to be president than Joe Biden. Now, if Kamala Harris becomes president, then they have to go about selecting a vice president. And the vice president has to be um, it has to be um, certified or, or solidified by the entire Congress which means they're not just going to get to pick and choose whomever they want. They've got to pick somebody that is palatable to both parties. And that's not going to be Michelle Obama. That's not even going to be Gavin Newsom at this point. So they're really in a quandary and they're really in a pickle. And it'll be interesting to see how they play this out. 855-940-MARK is our number. Got to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K Show is on the way. Stay tuned. <laughs> My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940. I found it. I located it here in the Constitution. Section 4 of the 25th Amendment. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive department, that means the, uh, the uh, cabinet, or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office of acting president. So what that means is the vice president and the cabinet can come together and say, Joe Biden cray cray. He got to go and they can deliver that letter. And that's all it takes. The vice president and a majority of the cabinet. That means you get Pete Buttigieg in the room. That means you get uh, Merrick Garland. You get all these clowns together. You get Anthony Blinken. And they um, and then they vote and they write a letter they send to Congress. And then bada bing, bada boom, Kamala Harris becomes the 47th president of the United States. Which would check a couple boxes for the Democrats. They could claim the first female president of the United States. That would be exciting for them. Um, and then they would go through the process of picking a new vice president. Here's the problem. Not even the Democrats want Kamala Harris to be president of the United States. 
they have a real problem with Kamala Harris. Nobody likes her. Nobody wants her. She's a black woman. And if they try to replace her with a white man, that's going to be a real problem for their DE&I initiatives. The diversity, equity, and inclusion groups around the country are going to go, oh, hell no. And that's going to be another feather in Donald Trump's cap. Incidentally, they asked Kamala Harris about this report. Here's what she said. So the way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated. Politically motivated. So Joe Biden's Joe Biden's DOJ is politically motivated to attack him with a description that I think the majority of Americans who've been watching this president for the last four years would agree with? Hmm, interesting. A interesting play, Kamala. 855-940-MARK is our number. Fake News Friday is coming up next. If you want to play, give us a buzz. 855-940-MARK. We'll do it next. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. we got some fake news Friday coming up here in just a minute if you'd like to play. 855-940-MARK is the number, and we'll give away a Mark K Show prize pack. Uh, incident, I would like to remind everybody that if you it, it's payday for a lot of folks. So if you've been waiting for payday to grab your copy of Go Trump Yourself, 10 ways to live like Trump in a Joe Biden economy, then this is the time to do it because we, we have a couple hundred of the autographed copies left. What we decided to do was not just do a special edition for more money, not just do an event that you have to show up and buy a ticket for and then we'll get blocked out by Brian Kilmeade. We didn't want to do any of that. What we want to do is just say, hey, look, if you're an early, if you take early action, because early action should always be rewarded. If you take early action, then you get a bonus. So if you buy one of the first 1,000 copies, it will be autographed. No extra charge. No questions asked. We'll send it to you, and uh, it'll be thrilling. And if you buy two or three copies or six copies or whatever, they're all autographed up to the first 1,000 copies. And they've been flying. I mean, that's the thing. They've been flying off the shelves. Every uh, The website, by the way, is GoTrumpYourself.com, and people are pre-ordering these things like there's no tomorrow, which with Joe Biden as president, there may actually not be. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the point is that uh, it's payday. So, you know, if, you, uh, if you've if you been waiting for payday, go go do it. Go do it this weekend. Because, again, and here's here's why I always like to mention it on a Friday. Because we promote these things various places. Online, on Twitter, we have our Catriot uh, Dispatch, and we're on Newsmax TV. And lots of people watch our Newsmax TV show. So if we have a couple of hundred copies left over of the autographed uh, of the autographed variety, I know that probably after this weekend, when we air on Newsmax TV at 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow and on uh, Sunday at 6 p.m., I'm pretty sure that those copies, if they're not all gone, will be very, very, very minuscule, uh, will be left. So because we love our radio audience and our live streaming audience, uh, we want you guys to take advantage of that and not miss out. Go Trump yourself. Dot com 855-940-MARK is our number. All right, are we ready for some uh, fake news Friday? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. This just in, it's fake news Friday. That is right, it's fake news Friday. The Hello Capeter is flying all around the metropolitan area looking for the real news, looking for the fake news, and we're looking for a couple people that think they can tell the difference between the two. And we got one, looks like Rebecca's in Ohio. Rebecca, where in Ohio are you? Uh, Owenville. Oh, great. And are you ready? To... Of... Okay. I'm sorry, what did you say? 
outside of Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, are you ready to play some fake news Friday? I am. Are you listening on WHIO, by the way? Uh, Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, I was about to say, man, if we're reaching all the way to uh, Cincinnati, that's that's fan. That's a clear day in Ohio. Uh, all right, Rebecca, <laughs> you're going to be playing against Douglas in Indiana. Hi, Douglas. How's it going? Good. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing great, Douglas. What part of Indiana are you in? Um, just outside of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, perfect. That's fantastic. That's great. All right, so uh, go Irish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I figure that's all I know about Indiana, really. And also, it's next. I'm a pretty. I'm. I'm a Purdue fan. Oh, you're a Purdue. Oh, then never mind. I take it back. Right. All right, uh, Rebecca, Douglas, Douglas, Rebecca, here's how this game works. This game's a lot of fun. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read you headlines one at a time, and you're just going to have to th listen to the headline and then tell me, Mark, that is real news, or Mark, that is fake news. And if you get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game will be our big winner today, and we'll send you a Mark K. Show prize pack either out there to Ohio or to Indiana. Do you guys have any questions before we begin? Nope. I'm good. Good luck, Rebecca. Good luck to you, too. Oh, that's very, you guys are very sweet. All right. I know you don't mean it, but good, that's very sweet of you. All right. Rebecca, here we go. Here is your first headline. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Joe Biden says his memory is perfectly fine and he's fully capable of running for Postmaster General of the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> I'm going to say that fake news. <laughs> Joe Biden says his memory is perfectly fine and he's fully capable to run for Postmaster General of the United Arab Emirates. You believe that is fake news? Yes. That is fake news. His memory is horrible. <laughs> oh, Joe couldn't clean my litter box. What was that? I'm sorry? Uh, I said Joe is not capable of cleaning a litter box. Yeah, no, he's not at all. <laughs> Very good. All right. <laughs> Douglas, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Here we go. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. The DNC, the D, the Democrat National Committee, the DNC was caught secretly registering SwiftKelsey2024.com. The DNC was secretly caught registering SwiftKelsey. 2024.com. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh boy. I'm going to say that's fake. You're going to say that's fake? Yes. Swift, I'm probably wrong. Swift Kelsey 2024 being registered by the DNC uh, is fake news. <laughs> Fun fact though, it's registered by some. Somebody. Really? <laughs> yeah, somebody was yeah. surprising. They got it, but that's uh, very nicely done. You are fake news. You got yourself a point, Douglas. Good job. Good. I'll, you know what? At this point, they're probably they're probably the only two people in the Democrat Party that could get the votes. Uh, <laughs> all right, Rebecca, <laughs> we go back to you. Are you ready, Rebecca? I am. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Here we go. John Fetterman attends U2 concert inside the Las Vegas sphere, but has a stroke when someone tells him to sit in the corner. Goodness. John Fetterman attends the U2 concert inside the Las Vegas sphere, but has a stroke when someone tells him to sit in the corner. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm gonna say that's fake news. 
John, go sit in the corner. Wait. Hey, wait. Hi. Good night, everybody. That is fake news. Nicely done. Oh, that fake news. By the way, I know that's fake news because those tickets are impossible to get. There's no way no one's, get, no one's getting John Fetterman tickets to see you two in the Las Vegas sphere. Uh, Rebecca, you got yourself another point. Very nicely done. All right, Douglas, are you ready for your next one? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. Here we go. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Man who spent years building the Eiffel Tower out of 700,000 matchsticks may be denied world record for using the wrong matchsticks. <laughs> Man who spent years building Eiffel Tower with 700,000 matchsticks may be denied world record for using the wrong matchsticks. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to go with fake. You're going to go with I don't fake. know what the, real, the right matchsticks are anyways. Well, uh, unfortunately, neither did this guy, Richard Plaud, who spent years building a 23.6-foot model of the Eiffel Tower, re beating the record by two feet. But the Guinness Book of World Record people said, Sacre you use the wrong matchsticks. I'm sorry, but you cannot win. Uh, that is real news. That is real news. Damn. Apparently, the matchsticks he needed for the world record are commercial are, are not commercially available. So he just went to Costco, I guess, or Le Costco, and bought, uh, <laughs> bought a whole bunch that of... Is, that's ridiculous. No, I'm telling you, man. It's, it's tough to tell the difference between the real headlines and the fake headlines. Rebecca, are you ready for your next one? I am. Here we go. Listen carefully. A Hawaiian court says... Aloha clashes with the Second Amendment right to bear arms. A Hawaiian court claims Aloha clashes with the Second Amendment right to bear arms. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say that's real news. You're going to say that's real news. The, yes. the Hawaii Supreme Court claims that the spirit of aloha clashes with the Second Amendment right to bear arms. In a uh, case, they wrote that the, the spirit of aloha, we hold that in Hawaii there is no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. The spirit of aloha clashes with the federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day-to-day -day activities. Congratulations. That is... So they're basically saying the Second Amendment is unconstitutional, and when they appear in front of the Supreme Court to argue their case, they're going to say, because of aloha. That is wild. <laughs> That's be, crazy. They're going to be aloha hawed right out of court is what's going to happen. That's gonna be, uh, all right, there you go. You got, yourself, you got yourself another point, Rebecca. Nicely done. Douglas, are you ready for your next headline? Yes, sir. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Speaking of the Supreme Court, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh stumped a Colorado attorney by asking him, do you like beer? <laughs> Supreme Court Justice no, Brett Kavanaugh stumped a Colorado attorney by asking him, do you like beer? Is that real news? I know he did say news? that, but I would say that's real. You think that's real? If he stumped him. When, oh, no, fake, fake, fake. Okay, are you real? Now you're stumping me. Real or fake? <laughs> what's your What's your final answer? Fake. That is 
fake news. Oh, that fake news. That's a throwback joke, man. That's a joke from 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was that was why I wasn't sure if anyone was going to remember that one actually. But yes, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, did I did. He did not. Described you as being intoxicated at a party. <laughs> did you consume alcohol during your high school years? Yes, we drank beer. Uh, my friends and I, the boys and girls. Yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still <laughs> like beer. <laughs> We drank beer. The drinking age, as I noted, was 18, so the seniors were legal. Senior year in high school, people were legal to drink. And, we, yeah, we drank beer. <laughs> Still one of, it's well, got to be one of the greatest clips. That's got to be one I'm of the greatest. I'm drinking beer right now. <laughs> All right, Douglas, you got, yourself, you got yourself another point. Rebecca, are you ready for your next one? I am. All right, here we go, Rebecca. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Here we go. Oh, it's my turn. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, I almost forgot. Uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson. Ketanji Brown Jackson, Supreme Court Justice, paused oral arguments yesterday to ask Clarence Thomas, quote, what is a constitution? Ketanji oh. Brown Jackson paused oral arguments yesterday to ask Clarence Thomas, quote, what is a constitution? End quote. Um, I'm going to say that's fake news. I like that for a moment, <laughs> you really thought that could have been, a, that says a lot about Ketanji Brown Jackson, doesn't it? <laughs> that is, uh, that is fake news. You are fake news. Yeah, a pause. Clarence, what is this constitution thing people keep talking about? <laughs> that was very... That was very that is very good. Rebecca, you got yourself another point. All right, Douglas, are you ready? <clears throat> Sorry, I was sipping. Somebody you taking a sip of your beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, you know what? We we just want you to have a good time. So crack open a cold one and and you be do your best Brett Kavanaugh. We drank beer. All right. I like beer. Still like beer. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready now. Okay, you ready? I'm right, ready. Now. Here we go. Listen carefully. Let's care. Here's your next headline. Uh, tell us if this is real or fake news. In an effort to attract younger congregants, Elevation Church offers new giant Stanley Cup baptismal font. <laughs> fake. In an effort to attract younger congregants, Elevation Church offers new giant Stanley Cup baptismal font. You believe that is fake news? Correct. Man, and, right. and Lulu, Lemon, wearing uh, housewives <laughs> from all over are coming to get born again. That is, uh, that is fake news. Oh, that fake news. <laughs> Very good. Good job, Douglas. That one courtesy, by the way, of the Babylon Bee, as was the Katanji Brown-Jackson one uh, as well. Listen carefully. Here we go, Rebecca. Here's your next one. Donald Trump promises, if elected, he will legalize Punching Apple Vision Pro wearers in the face. <laughs> Trump promises, if elected, he will legalize punching Apple Pro Vision wearers in the face. Vision Pro wearers in the face. Is that real news or is that fake news? That is fake news. That is 
Also from our friends at the Babylon Bee Fake News. Oh, that fake <laughs> news. Which means with a score of five to three, uh, unfortunately, Douglas, there's no way for you to catch up. Our winner, Rebecca. Nice to uh, Rebecca, hang tight. We're going to get you a prize pack. We appreciate you playing. Douglas, you're drinking beer at like 150 on a Friday, so you've already won. I would, I would consider you a winner. Well, at least I didn't lose to a 10-year-old. That is exactly... <laughs> That's exactly right. Hang on one second. Uh, 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We have to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. There is way more Mark K Show on the way. Stay tuned. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. I came in here early today. You know, we always talk about... Um, we always talk about... It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, it's always. Uh, it's always so... I know we're always looking to like make the show better in any way that we possibly can. And I, and one of the things I did when I was in Tampa, I was at this conference and I was invited to, uh, to be, there's a special guest. I interviewed the guy who was hosting it and we'll post that interview on one of our social media networks later on. Um, but here's the interesting thing. One of, uh, one of the things I noticed was the, the change in studios and how what used to be like a state of the art studio construction now becomes kind of, you know, it's kind of something that anybody can attain. And we're always trying to gussy up our studio here. We're always trying to, like, add. In fact, I was telling Hannah today, we need to add new lights. We need to change this background. We need to make it more visually stimulating, especially because we're getting all these new viewers and watchers and listeners every single day. We need to make sure it sounds good and looks good. We had a we had a client in here just yesterday. One of our one of our um, Catriot Radio Network radio stations, a client came in, and, and he was getting a tour. And the guy giving the tour was like, look, this is the culmination and the iteration of mute, the future of radio. Or whatever, and I was like, Yeah, but they're still junky, we need to fix it. So, we have a space here in the building where they do professional, like, uh, what's it called? And it's called the performance studio, yes, the Farah and Farah performance studio. And they have everything like that's all it's got the, the set, up, set up with the lights and the microphone and a little stage. And it's really, and you can have like that's the thing, we could have people, we could have seats, and people could come in and watch us like they're watching a show. And so, I went in there this morning, it was pitch black dark, and I got up on stage and I sat on the stool. On the in the middle of the stage, and I looked out, and I was taking mental notes, mental notes of where the cameras were placed, mental notes of where the lights were hung, mental notes of how many chairs there were for audience members, mental notes of the acoustic panels. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there in the dark on stage, and the light goes on, and one of our sales guys walks in and looks at me and goes, whoa, because he didn't realize that I was sitting alone on stage in the dark. And he looks at me, and he goes, are you Okay. I mean, you work in radio. It's a and fair I was question. Like, I was like, yeah, I, I'm okay. He's like, oh, you scared me. What? He goes, what are you doing? And I look at him, and of course, I'm looking at the lights as they're set up. <laughs> so I say, oh, I'm just looking at the lights. And he looks at me, he goes, but you were you were sitting in the dark. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna exit stage left at this point. Uh, eight five five nine. Listen, we got way more Mark K show coming up in just a minute. We're gonna talk Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin, the uh, Nevada caucus, South Carolina. There's so much more Mark K show coming up. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it. This is the Mark K show. Yeah, same rules apply. 855-94. Yeah, it's the same thing, though. It's the last week. So I was kind of right, but also wrong. Sorry, I was having a uh, I was having a little thought 
I was, I mean, here's Are the you thing. okay? I am, well, now here's the thing. I just continue to talk and speak and think and do all my things, and you're just turning the microphones on and off, sometimes in the middle of a statement, sometimes. This is how it's I done. I just turn them off when we're live. This or is turn real, them on when we're live. Right. This is real. So here's what's happening. Like, I could be having a conversation with myself or with you or with the street, whatever, <laughs> and all of a sudden you turn on the microphone and you come in midway. To be fair, I do give you a five-second warning. I'm like, all right, we're live in five. To be fair, I rarely ever listen to you. That's not my fault. I know. 855-940-MARK is our number if you're trying to get through. 855-940-6275. I do want to talk a little bit about this Tucker Carlson thing, but first, we do have some people that want to wrap up this situation, this dire situation we find ourselves in, where we have a, a uh, boy. <laughs> I always, you know what? I always think of the scene in um, It's a Wonderful Life where he calls Mr. Potter a warped, frustrated old man. Yeah. He goes, you're a warped, frustrated old man, Mr. Potter, but actually it's well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory is what <laughs> the... Uh, what are you but a warped, frustrated young man? Um, but anyway, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory is what they've decided Joe Biden is. That's what the DOJ, that's what the special prosecutor have claimed. Uh, and that's why they're not, uh, first of all, that's bad that that's our president. Second of all, it's really bad because that's the reason they're not prosecuting him. It's not, they didn't say, we're not prosecuting Joe Biden because we just don't have enough evidence. There are tons of evidence. He didn't say, we're just not prosecuting Joe Biden because he didn't admit guilt or admit doing things that are illegal. He admitted it. He admitted that he is guilty of being in possession of top secret documents that he had no right to possess and showing them to people that had no right to see them. He's admitted all of that. They, they seized the documents. They know what was going on. No, they said, we are not going to prosecute him because he is a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, which means you can get away with anything Old dudes that can't remember stuff, have at it, man. It's a free-for-all. There's going to be, that's going to be the next, uh, what do you call it, Ep epidemic of gang violence. is going to be gangs of elderly men with poor memories. Well-meaning elderly men with poor, poor memories. because they'll get off. Yeah, they'll get off scot-free. <laughs> they can go into stores and steal coach bags and nothing, no one's going to stop them because they're well-meaning elderly men with poor memories. So uh, before we move on to Tucker Carlson, we did have a couple people that wanted to comment. One of them is uh, Jeannie in Oklahoma. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Fantastic. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thank you for I'm calling in. i to talk to you finally. Ditto, Jeannie. Did right back at you. What's on your mind? What do you want to say today, Jeannie? Well, you know, Joe Biden seems to have enough mental acuity to tell big, fat lies whenever he's speaking. Like, he'll just come up with something, a story or whatever. But uh, he said yesterday, well, my memory's just fine. So was he faking when he was talking to the... In his interview, and he was admitting, was he was he faking, acting like he couldn't remember anything? I think he and for, then he gets. Yeah, I think he just right. forgets that he can't remember. <laughs> I mean, what? Are, what? I guess. What, yeah. What is the other alternative? Like, here's the thing, Joe. Either Joe Biden is lying, or Joe Biden is too forgetful. Either way, it's bad for the United States of America. And we, as Sean Farish, our good buddy who does all of the Trump impressions, does a great job with a Captain Deplorable. Uh, Sean Farish, he was he made an excellent point. And to summarize him, he basically said, "This is this is not a new thing. This is the, it may be the first time that the Department of Justice and the Democrats have decided to you know acknowledge it because oh TikTok, they're starting to see how bad they thought the poll numbers would be bad, but they can't imagine they would have been this bad. They knew that Donald Trump would have an edge, but they can't imagine they would have this kind of." They thought for sure Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or somebody else would have been able to unseat Donald Trump, that Donald Trump would not have already CNN projecting 272 electoral votes. They thought Donald Trump would be in jail. 
They thought Donald Trump would be disgraced out of the race. They thought Donald Trump would be broken and battered and bankrupt because of all of the legal fees and travel and everything else. They underestimated Donald Trump's ability to win over the hearts and minds of American voters and put forth a common sense agenda that resonates with people. Close the border. Deport the illegals. Drill, baby, drill. Huh? Who's with me? Right now, the majority of American voters in the swing states that are going to deliver Donald Trump the next presidency. And they knew they knew it was a potential uh, situation that they had to deal with, but I don't think they knew it was that, it was that bad. So now they're starting to realize that Joe Biden may not be their guy. But as Sean Farish pointed out on uh, Instagram earlier today, this has been since this has been for a very long time. This has been before he ran in 2020. We remember Corn Pop. Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad, bad boys. boys. That right there. And I that right there is is evidence that something was not right with Joe Biden when he gave that speech at that pool in Delaware. And then he talked about the hairy legs. I got hairy legs that turned that 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 that, that turned uh, um, blonde, blonde in, in the, the sun. sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. I've loved kids jumping on my lap and rubbing my hairy legs. That's the guy that ran for president in 2020. This is a long time coming. That what right there disqualifies Joe Biden from being president. But the press ignored it. The Democrats ignored it. Ever the voters ignored it. And we ended up with four years of the worst president in the United States, the worst economy, the worst inflation, the worst illegal immigration, the worst everything. And now the Democrats are looking around going, we have just, we've done too much damage to this country too quickly because Joe Biden has deteriorated too fast. It's time for a change. 855-940-MARK is our number. Lacey the Trucker. What's up, Lacey the Trucker? How you doing? Hey, Mark. Great show today. Keep making the full pot of coffee. Put it in the fridge. Great over ice late <laughs> afternoon with Bailey's. It's a great idea. I always <laughs> toss away my old coffee, but you're right. I should just put it in the fridge and pour it over <laughs> yep, yep. ice later on. I love that, Lacey. Thanks so much for the idea. What uh, What's yes, on your mind? What did you want to say? Man, you always hear about rhinos, mm. Republicans in name only. Yeah. Is there such a thing as a dino? Because you never hear that. And is that maybe why Cackler Harris says that it's politically motivated? about the document it's a good question it's a good here's she says it's politically motivated uh and if you missed it here was the clip that because they asked kamala harris but they're asking everybody but here's what she said so the way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated mm. So um, politically motivated, the, I've been thinking about that myself. I think the only reason why she might have said that it was politically motivated is because Robert Herr, who is the special counsel, is, uh, a I guess he's a Republican. Um, he's uh, He was appointed by, I believe, Donald Trump. Um, but at the same time, he was chosen by Merrick Garland to investigate Joe Biden. Um and Merrick Garland would have to approve all of these reports before they're before they're released. So it's really it's an interesting situation. Why is it politically motivated? I don't. He's from Maryland, so I don't think he's like a staunch Trump supporter whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to dinos, I would say no. I've seen no evidence of dinos because, and I'll tell you why. 
because Republicans, conservatives, real hardcore, uh, you know, constitutional conservatives, people who look at this country and say, you know what, we need a government, but it should be small and it should leave us alone. And the rights that are outlined in the in the Bill of Rights, we've got them right here. You look at the Bill of Rights, okay? These guys said, here's what we got. We got we got the right to remain silent. No, I'm sorry, those were the wrong rights. You've got the right to uh, freedom of speech, uh, yada, 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 a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of people you know, shall not be infringed. That's a good one. Uh, no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting free exercise thereof, abridging the freedom of speech. All of these rights in the, in the original Bill of Rights, that's what we believe. And we will do whatever it takes to protect those and protect this country. Then you have rhinos. Rhinos like the idea of the Bill of Rights. They like the idea of small government. They like the idea of people having freedom and liberty to do and act however they choose. They like the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But they get to Washington, D.C., and they start to realize that while all of that is good back home, in Washington, D.C., there's a lot more money in playing the game. There's a lot more money in playing a ball. There's a lot more money in going along with the Democrats and going along with the Uniparty and making the elite leading, uh, leadership class more elite and giving them more power and everybody gets more money. They forget the oath that they took. They forget the people who put them in place. And instead, they fall into what is known as the deep state, if you will, or the uniparty elitist or whatever whatever you call it. Uh, and and they, they decide, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to keep coming back here, calling myself a Republican, and then taking all this special interest money back, uh, you know, to my bank account and building a great life for me and my family. And one day I'll retire or I'll lose election or whatever, but it doesn't matter because I'll be well taken care of. I'll get a board seat somewhere or become a consultant. That's why there's rhinos. Democrats, from the get-go, are always in it for themselves. There are no Democrats that start off the way conservatives do. There's no Democrats that say, I'm going to run for office because I want to protect the Constitution of the United States of America. They, the Democrats run for office because they say, we got to fix that Constitution of the United States of America. We got to change it because it's all, it's all screwed up. I don't know what those rich old white men were drinking, probably too much mead or ale at the tavern when they got together, but you're telling me the right to bear arms shall not be infringed? Are those whack? I got to take, we got to fix that. We got to make sure this is, this constitution is all wrong. Capitalism, bad idea. That just creates greedy corporate types and billionaires, millionaires and billionaires. Oh, puh. Those are the worst people in existence. So, therefore, you can't have a dino. Democrats are always the same. They're always in it to destroy the Constitution and and get more power um, for themselves. Um, and, and that's my humble take. I could be wrong. Probably not. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks for the call. All right, listen, so I prattled on a lot. We got to get to this Putin thing. So this Putin interview with Tucker Carlson was lengthy. I watched a lot of it. I may have skipped a little bit. I may have fast forwarded. I may have looked for clips and, uh, you know, a couple of read a couple of reviews of it. But it was no matter what you think of the content of the interview, no matter what you think of um, what Tucker Carlson was able to accomplish and what he delivered. It was a monumental. It was a monumental interview. It was Vladimir Putin, who gives no interviews to Western journalism outlets, sitting down with Tucker Carlson, who is the most popular online journalist and probably journalist anywhere. 
I mean, this is this is something that you've started to realize when you look at the views that Tucker Carlson gets. Tucker Carlson's interview, for example, I'll just pull it up right here. Tucker Carlson on X right now, this interview with Vladimir Putin has received 137 million views. It's been up for 19 hours. You could have, I don't think CNN in 19 hours of broadcasting could pull in uh, any 13 million views. Uh, 59,000 people have commented, 822,000 people have liked it, 259,000 people have, have shared it, and it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. Uh, he did a video before it called Why I'm Interviewing Vladimir Putin, and that video got 110 million views. Tucker Carlson is a powerhouse of journalism on X, and he's getting more views than most people get on the uh, on their uh, TV shows. Uh, you know, he really, if you look at all the TV networks on a nightly basis, he probably gets more views than all of them combined. Well, this interview with Vladimir Putin, I think Vladimir Putin understood that, and he used the time to his benefit. He filibustered about Russian history. He made jokes with Tucker Carlson. He didn't let too many of his cards show. But it's historic and monumental nonetheless. And there were times when Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin had a, a couple of contentious questions. But the way Vladimir Putin was able to handle them and the way Vladimir Putin handled this entire interview just should show you once again that we do have a lot to fear. Because the only thing standing between us and Vladimir Putin is Joe Biden. 855-940-MARK is our number. And we all know how... We all know how his press conference went yesterday. Listen, we got to take a quick break. I'll play you some of those clips from Tucker Carlson in a minute. Plus, some weekend review trivia is on the way. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K shows coming up right after this. This is the Mark K show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. All right, so Tucker Carlson, he rolls on into Moscow and he sits down with Vladimir Putin and talks to him for two hours. The first hour was Russian history, which I'm going to be honest with you. If you thought, if you think... If you ever thought American history was boring, listen to Russian history. First of all, American history is fascinating. Russian history is a snooze fest, especially when Vladimir Putin tells it. But um, they did get into some issues, and one of them was, one of the, the highlights for me was the question about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, because there's still some, there's still people trying to determine who, who blew it up. Did we blow it up? The United States of America? Did Russia blow it up? Did somebody else blow it up? What was the deal with that? It's never been answered. And so Tucker Carlson asked him point blank. Who, who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have... Do you have <laughs> By the way, I love the joke. I love that you're sitting with Vladimir Putin and he says, you blew up the Nord Stream pipeline and Tucker Carlson, I was busy that day. Uh, I did not blow up <laughs> Nord Stream. Uh, <laughs> thank you, though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. Do, do you have evidence that NATO or the CIA did it? You know, I won't get into details, but people always say in such cases, look for someone who is interested. But in this case, we should not only look for someone who is interested, but also for someone who has capabilities. Because there may be many people interested, but not all of them are capable of sinking to the bottom of the Baltic Sea and carrying out this explosion. These two components should be connected. Who is interested and who is capable of doing it? But I'm confused. I mean, that's the biggest act of industrial terrorism ever. 
and it's the largest emission of CO2 in, in history. Okay, so if you had evidence, and presumably given your security services, your intel services, you would, that NATO, the US, CIA, the West did this, why wouldn't you present it and win a propaganda victory? <laughs> in the war of propaganda, it is very difficult to defeat the United States. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> Tucker Carlson may have met his match with Vladimir Putin. 855-940-MARK is our number. He had an answer for everything, unlike our president, who has an answer for nothing. 855-940-MARK. Listen, coming up in just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, we have Week in Review Trivia. If you're a Catriot in good standing, if you've been listening uh, diligently all week long, give us a buzz. 855-940-MARK. Week in Review Trivia. We will play right after this on the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. What do you think is more a sign of Biden's disabilities right now? The fact that he can't carry on a conversation, make a coherent speech or say anything that makes any sense to anyone or the fact that he, quote unquote, believes he put this country back on its feet again. I mean, the guy just seems crazy if he actually believes that. That is a great point. That is it. He did tell Peter Ducey, I put this country back on its feet. Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. And so that is Joe Biden uh, cracking jokes about his his uh, horrible report from the from. I mean, look, he sh this should be a moment that he celebrates because he's not being prosecuted. But the uh, that one line, a well-meaning uh, elderly man with a poor memory, that is not just a a reason to not charge him in the eyes of the uh, special prosecutor in the DOJ, but. That could be the end of Joe Biden's political career, according to pretty much everybody else. In fact, right now, Shannon Bream's on Fox News and the Chiron writes, uh, the Chiron underneath says, White House refuses to say if Biden will fire A.G. Garland over this report. 855-940-MARK is our number. Real quick, JR's in Dayton, Ohio. Hi, JR. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Fantastic. What do you want to say, JR? I just want to know how long before the double-edged sword that the Democrats have just now created comes back to bite them what on one mean? hand you've got this uh very large bowl of alphabet soup brand name pronouns and um on the other hand you've got me wanting to now identify as a well-meaning elderly man <laughs> with a bad memory <laughs> right. so that i can get out of everything that is right that is right. <laughs> I identify as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. So uh, you, you, I'll be going now. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. Hey, do we have a couple contestants on the line for Joe, weekend? I didn't even finish my statement. Sorry, I had my headphones off. I was trying to Do Do we have you. a couple? Con you know, okay. Are we ready? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. 
Fantastic. All right, here we go. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Week in Review Trivia. This is where we get a couple of Patriots in good standing on the phone, and we ask them questions that they would only know the answer to if they've been listening to the show every single day, three hours a day, and also retaining some of the information. Step one, listen. Step two, remember, which means Joe Biden would be horrible at this game. <laughs> But everybody else should do. Uh, okay, let's meet our contestants, shall we? Let's do it. First up from Temecula, California, is on. Is it Andrea or Andrea? Andrea. Andrea, how are you, Andrea? I'm doing good. How are you, Mark? Well, doing fantastic. Let me turn the music down a little bit. Thank you so much for calling in. Today. Have you been listening to the show all week? I sure do every week. Oh. But uh, <laughs> let's see how well my memory is. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're going to be fun. You sound like you're. You sound like you're pretty sharp. You're going to be playing today against Eric in Ocala. What's up, Eric? How's it going? Oh, just another beautiful uh, February in Florida. Isn't it amazing? February is a great time to be in Florida. <laughs> it sure, really, any time's a great time to be in Florida, especially in this political climate. All right, Eric, uh, have you been listening to the show all week long? Of course, and looks like today we got a coast-to-coast -coast competition. It sure does. <laughs> this is like a Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis Part Two. I love it. All right, uh, here's here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna read you guys these questions, and uh, we'll go one at a time. And it's multiple choice too. So if you forgot something or whatever, um, then uh, then it's okay. It might it help might uh, might help jog your uh, memory. And then at the end of the game, if you get all five of your questions right, we're not gonna we're gonna not gonna penalize you for knowing everything. You're gonna get a prize pack either way. But if you just get more questions right than your opponent, you will also win. Those are the official rules uh, as written by the legal department here at Katriot Media LLC. Any questions before we begin? Nope. Good to go. Great. All right, Andrea, we're gonna start with you. Are you ready? Ready. I was broadcasting at uh, Catriot Outpost Tango Foxtrot for a couple days this week. Um, and on one on Tuesday, uh, we were broadcasting live from there. And the Dementors came in and started to complain about something to Hannah. What was it the Dementors were complaining about? A, we had technical difficulties and barely made it on air on time. B, they said we don't dress professionally enough for the workplace. Or C, Hannah ordered tacos and didn't get any for them. I'm going to go with A. We had technical difficulties and barely made it on the air on time. I feel like anyone yes. who's listened to this show for five seconds could have gotten <laughs> that one right. Also, it's not that we barely got on the air. We got on the air with plenty of time. It was like 10 seconds. Well, you know, I was having panic attacks. One of us was able to stay calm and uh, work through the problem. The other one was having panic attacks. That's because you wouldn't be blamed. I mean, whatever. Uh, Andrea, good job. You got yourself You got yourself a point. Eric, are you ready for your first one? Oh, yeah. 10 seconds is nothing when you're a pro. That's exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. You know what I can do in 10 seconds? So much stuff. Okay. That sounded weird. All right, Eric. <laughs> here, we, here we go. Listen, Carolee. Here is your first question. Uh, something happened that was really frustrating when I was in Tampa over the week or earlier this week. Uh, I missed my exit on the highway. What happened after that that was so frustrating? A, I was frustrated because I had to drive eight miles across Tampa Bay just to pull a Yui and drive eight miles back. B, the exit that I exited on, uh, I was wanted to exit on a particular exit because there was a Shake Shack and I was craving a milkshake. Or B, because I ended up in Alabama. 
I would say that would be uh, A, you ended up having to spend $45 in Biden economy fuel to do a 16 uh, mile U-turn. round trip. Yeah, that is exactly. <laughs> That is exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. Good job, Eric. That's a tricky thing, too. And I called a friend of mine who used to live in Tampa. He goes, oh, I did that once a week. Whoa. I was like, you'd think they'd put up a sign, like, last exit before bridge or yeah. you know, exit here now. I would I would maybe talk to the governor about that. <laughs> if, he, uh, if he ever calls the show, yeah. if we ever manage to get Governor DeSantis on the show, that's going to be my first question for him. Uh, all right, Andrea, next question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hannah has been texting me a lot lately before her specified texting time frame. <laughs> this is the time frame. She said no text messaging before, but, uh, before this hour of the day. What hour is it we're not supposed to text before? A, 7 a.m., B, 8 a.m., or C, 5 a.m.? Ooh, C. 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is incorrect. <laughs> we have a. If I texted okay. Hannah before 5 a.m., we would. I would never. We would never talk again. You'd be blocked. Uh, yeah. No, it, it's 7 a.m. was the time. It was not before 7 a.m. That was pre-kids. But now that she has children, she realizes time has no meaning. Yeah. You <laughs> can text go. me before five now. I'll be awake. <laughs> You'll be awake. You don't even know when you're going to You don't know when you're going to sleep. Yeah. Uh, all right, Erica, here we go. You can take the lead with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. On Tuesday, I said that there was a made-up imaginary holiday that I really wished existed in real life. What made-up American holiday did I say I really wished uh, existed in real life? A- Robonica or Freedom Day from Futurama, B, Whacking Day from The Simpsons, or C, Festivus from Seinfeld? I would say that would be C, Festivus. Because of the airing of the <laughs> grievances. Nobody is shocked. The airing of the grievances. I don't know why we don't do that. I, just, I mean, really, around here, every day is Festivus, so. All right, uh, Eric, good job. Uh, Andrea, here we go. You can tie it up. Are you ready? Ready. While I was in Tampa, I ordered something from room service that was delicious, but just stunk up the room and the hallway and everything. Tasted great, but was very smelly. What was it that I ordered? A, durian. B, Garlic-encrusted Brussels sprouts, or C, a blackened grouper sandwich? Oh. Oh, I'm going to go with B. Garlic-encrusted <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Oh, they do sound delicious. <laughs> Eric knows. Eric, Eric's just groaning. Eric's like, no, that's not it. Uh, it was C, a, a blackened grouper sandwich. Which came with garlic fries. I'll tell you, that grouper, that black and grouper sandwich, by the way, was so good. I ordered it the next day, too. Did you really? I, it was, I was, because I was starving. It was dinner time. I was like, you know what? I really just want another So one. after talking about it on air that day, you're like, you know what? I'm going to get it again. It was delicious. <laughs> it was so good. If you ever had the JW Marriott in uh, Tampa, Florida, get the black and grouper sandwich. All right, uh, Eric, are you ready? Let's do it. Which celebrity did I once get a personalized thank you card? from which celebrity did i once get a personalized thank you card from a a 
Taylor Swift. B. Toby Keith. C. Donald Trump. Well, I would say uh, you'd love to trade it in for the other two, but we all know somewhere along your life you were a secret Swifty, so A. <laughs> a. Taylor Swift is correct. <laughs> oh. Dear Mark, thank you so much for coming backstage. Okay. As if I had a choice. Yeah, really. Uh, Erica, good job. All right, here we go, Andrea. Let's get you some more points. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. Right, here we go. Let's, let's, see, let's see what we got. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. What frustrating thing did I say happened to me right before the beginning of Wednesday's show? Yeah, uh, You went two days ago. What frustrating thing did I say happened to me right before the beginning of Wednesday's show? A, I had a zit pop in the middle of my face. It hurt and looked totally gross. B, somebody sideswiped my car on the way back to Jacksonville. Or C, I had issues with DoorDash and I had to cancel my order because the guy stopped at like three other restaurants and took too long. C. Did you say C as in Charlie? C as in Charlie. C as in Charlie. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, I had to, speaking of the airing of the grievances, I had to air my grievances with the DoorDash guy <laughs> because he was he was parked at a restaurant with my food in his trunk. And I was like, dude. Uh, all right, Andrew, good job. You got yourself another point. Okay, Eric, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Why did I say yesterday, I think they might be, <laughs> they might be canceling our show? Why did I say uh, yesterday that I think they might be canceling our show? A, because our keys to get in the building haven't worked all week. B, they canceled our monthly meeting without even telling us. C, we all got poor performance reviews. Well, I know A and C are nowhere close because you can't get poor performance reviews. You guys have the Mark K show. You got great performance reviews. <laughs> so I'd have to say it's B. B would be the answer I would go with. They canceled our monthly meeting. Yeah. And they didn't yeah, the tell ones us. that you love so much. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they canceled. They didn't tell. And this is the one that they live for. Like, this was their favorite thing that we do all month. Uh, and they canceled it. So, yeah, I, I was a little suspicious about that. That is correct. But you got to reschedule. You got to reschedule. So, I mean, that's different. Well, all right. Well, there goes the next question. <laughs> you can still ask it. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Oh, ah! we got, that's fine. We got extras. Um, yeah, the bad news is they rescheduled it. <laughs> The uh, also with performance per reviews, I don't. I don't know that I've done a performance review in a very long time. I do them all the time. You get out of them, and I have to do them. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, uh, let's keep it that way. Andrea, are you ready for your next question? I'm ready. All right. I I complimented Hannah earlier this week. It was really weird. I complimented Hannah earlier this week. Why did I compliment her? A. She finally let me throw a slice of cheese on her baby. B. <laughs> <laughs> she she wore something other than black. Or C, she shushed me rudely right before we were going on air. I'm going to go with C. <laughs> C, she shushed me rudely right before yeah. going on air. Yeah, because again, from the context, <laughs> she would never wear anything other than black, nor would she let me throw cheese on her child. That's, so that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, Eric. <sighs> I went to the same high school as some other notable people, according to Wikipedia. I'm not one of them, but according to Wikipedia, there's a notable <laughs> people. Uh, who did I accidentally 
claim was fired, but actually passed away, uh, who also went to my same high school. A, Mike Leach. B, John Saunders. Or C, Stuart Scott. I do believe, bad with names, but it was an ESPN guy, so I think it's Stuart Scott. So I'm going to go with C. Another notable alumni from the R.J. Reynolds High School, uh, Demon Deacons. That is correct. <laughs> I'm sorry, Demon. We're just the Demons. Uh, which means with a with a score of five to three, congratulations, Eric. Oh, you destroyed it. Great job, Eric. Eric, hang tight. We're going to hook you up with a prize pack. Andrea, great job to you, too. Thank you so much for listening this week. We appreciate it. Try again next week. 855-940-MARK is our number. Hannah, by the way, we got to get that Wikipedia page up. I know. All right, quick break. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K shows on the way. Stay tuned. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Before we get out of here, I just got a fantastic, we got a package from Gail in uh, Oklahoma. She listens on KRMG. And man, she sent it. This is the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's a baseball. You know how people have collectible baseballs like, the, you know, Babe Ruth's last home run. So they put it in a little hermetically sealed plastic case. Yeah. It's one of those. But it, the baseball has stitching on it. And it says the Mark K Show. And then it says three hours a day, loving it. How cool is that? And then on the bottom, there's a little baseball player. It says, pitching the truth. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wait, it's it's uh, like embroidered on there? It's embroidered. Yeah, it's embroidered on there. How cool is that? And you know what the coolest thing is? What? It's interesting because it says Monday through Friday, 12 to 3, but she listens on KRMG and we're 11 to 2. She did it for the home market. She did it. Uh, that's amazing. Anyway, so that's we're gonna cool. we're gonna put this in uh, in uh, and we got these, that should go in the case. Yeah, we're gonna put that in the case for show eight five five nine four. Listen, thank you so much to everybody who uh, joined us all week this week. It's a busy week. It's gonna be a busy. It's gonna be a busy year. <laughs> By the way, it's just gonna get busier and busier. We've got uh, we've got more um, the primaries coming up. The next big one. Now that Nevada's out of the way, Donald Trump has won. And this is the thing that the media doesn't tell you because well, they don't care and they don't want to admit it. But Donald Trump has won the first three contests. And I haven't done any research because research isn't my thing. But I can't remember the last time a president won the first three contests and did not win the presidency, or at least their nomination. And uh, Nikki Haley continues to push through. I don't know why. The next big contest is South Carolina, her home state. Even if she loses that one, which she's projected to do, she claims she's going to carry on through Super Tuesday, which is Tuesday, March the 5th. And then hopefully, hopefully she'll get the message and we can all just, we can all just rally around uh, the chosen candidate for the Republican Party. Listen, have a great weekend, everybody. Do not forget the Mark K Show airs on Newsmax TV tomorrow at 7 p.m., 6 p.m. on Sunday. If you'd like your autographed copy of our new book, Go Trump Yourself, visit www.gotrumpyourself.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.